The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. She got her start with a blog called Fat Girl Running. That turned into a best-selling book, A Beautiful Work in Progress. She's been featured in Runner's World, The Wall Street Journal, Women's Running Magazine. In 2018, she was chosen as National Geographic's Adventurer of the Year. She's been on numerous podcasts, including the Rich Roll podcast, but she's slumming it now and joining us on the adventure jogger, Myrna Valerio, the Myrnavator. It's finally on the Adventure Jogger. Welcome, Myrna. How are you? Hi. That was so energetic <laughs> and uh, and wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, like uh, that's great energy for a Sunday. Um, do you want to start? Okay, well, we can go back and we'll we'll yeah. do it the typical podcast way. Do you want to do like a? No, 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 no. I like I prefer this <laughs> because I I need this energy. I need it. Okay. Good. Let's let's go back to the start, Myrna. In case people don't know the Myrna story, give us kind of your running journey. Sure. Um, do we have like three hours or four hours? Because I, yes. you know, I have different differently timed presentations <laughs> uh, that we could do. Um, I'll, I'll give you the the short version. Okay. Um, I started running in in high school to get better at field hockey and lacrosse, mm-hmm. and you know and fell in love with the sport, then uh, continued running throughout high school and college recreationally. Um, and also in my early adulthood, I'm 45. Yeah. So I was going to guess 32 yeah. if you're going to have me guess. Oh, well, well, thank you. No, black don't crack. So um, <laughs> thank you. Um, so um, so, yeah, I and I had a baby. I, I got married in 2000, had a baby 2003. Um, 2004 decided to move down to Maryland from New Jersey, not New Jersey. Ooh, um, I'm, I love New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great state. Um, but I decided to move down, yeah. um, to Maryland from New York and, um, it was really stressful. I gained a lot of weight. I stopped working out. Um, uh, and, uh, and then moved to New Jersey afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and in that first year, because I wanted to be back closer to home, which is Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. And, uh, and in that first year, I had a, a health crisis where I thought I was having a heart attack. And um, and it proved to be a very cathartic thing uh, when I met the I followed up with a cardiologist who told me I was going to die if I didn't change my lifestyle. <laughs> and that included not just losing weight. Uh, it was uh, he was more concerned about the fact that I wasn't sleeping. And um, yeah. and so uh, and that I had this like extraordinarily um, busy, stressful uh, lifestyle. And so I changed that. I got back on the treadmill in 2008 mm-hmm. from a, a long break in, uh, from 2004 to 2008 and uh, just started loving on myself again with running and 5k's turned into 10k's turned into half marathons uh which turned into a marathon my first marathon was a marine corps marathon 2011 and that's when i started my blog fat girl running so and and then a couple years after that i get pinged from wall street journal and they're like hey do you uh can we interview you (laughs) because we love your blog right it's like what um what And so they interviewed me. I profiled. They profiled me and two other people who were in um, 
you know, embodies that weren't necessarily seen uh, or perceived as being fit bodies. Right. Uh, but we were very fit yeah. um, because of the things that we did and stuff. And so and that kind of started the ball rolling. I mean, like it was a huge it ended up being a huge uh, snowball that has not ended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it funny because when you were named uh, Adventurer of the Year for National Geographic, there was some controversy. And you had to see the internet at its absolute worst. Because there were people, yes, that were congratulating you, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, you, you've brought so many people to the sport. And one of the things I, I like about trail running, and I think you kind of embody the ultra and trail spirit, is because it's for everybody, right? We're a massive tent. Everybody is welcome. You don't have to look a certain way. I mean, you, you go to a, a trail or ultra race, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of beards and trucker hats. But other than that common denominator, there's a whole lot of body types and it's not judgy time. So- well, I mean, I would I would say that there is there is an element of judgment uh, anywhere you go. But like but but still, like, I think the trail running and ultra running communities are way more uh, accepting and embracing of other types of people, even though there is still some of that because it's present in our world and our society. Right. And, I, and I would also say that that was not the worst of the Internet. <laughs> Go back to 2008. But, it was simpler times, Myrna. It really was. It was, it was simpler times. Uh, <laughs> and but you know, but I I found a home in the outdoors because it's not even though you um, you do have some of those sort of type A personalities and people who are like only concerned with speed, only concerned with you know their splits and you know whether or not they got their tempo runs in and stuff. You you have a little bit of well you have you have some of that right. Yeah, yeah. But I I find the majority uh, of people to even if they are type A, they're like, hey, you know, we are running the same course. Mm-hmm. You might be last, I might be first, but we're running the same course. I'm going to say hi to you when I when I pass you because I am going to pass you, um, and I'm going to loop you four times. Um, <laughs> but I'm still going to say hi to you, and I'm going to yeah. run with you for a couple of seconds or or a couple of minutes, mm-hmm. and and have a conversation. And it's so cool um, to to be in that sort of uh, that environment. And mm-hmm. so, but you know, again, there is that you know, oh, well, here's this, here's this black woman. We don't see a lot of black people around here, you know? Um, so there's a lot of curiosity. Sometimes there's like, oh, <laughs> uh, what do I say? Do I ask you a stupid question? Like, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> let's, let's start with that, Myrna. You know, there are not a lot of African-American black people that participate in trail and ultra running. So you have that um difference coming in what has been the strangest like the oh my god really reaction to that part of you um well i think well i think there there are some folks who think that like maybe i'm new to it and don't because they haven't seen i mean i have the other thing of being fat too so (laughs) so you know so i look like Maybe I don't belong, or maybe this I'm new at this, or maybe I, I haven't done yeah. this before. Maybe I need some help. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, nah, bro. I'm or sis or or they them. I don't. I'm good. Yeah. Like I, I know what I'm doing. I, I am clearly dressed in all of the best 
out. I mean, I got my Merrells and my Nathan and my Lucky Poles. I don't need. I don't need your help. I'm good. You know. So there's that. I get. I, I encounter that a lot. You know, yeah. especially when when people don't know me and like not that yeah. they should know me or who I am, but they should. Um, <laughs> um, but you've got a bestseller. Uh, I just it, want to put that out you know, there. Reaction. <laughs> you know, and it's. Um, but, you know, it happens less and less. Um, you know, I think, for example, I was just on a call with um, Kevin Huda, um, who is the race director for Trans Rockies Six yeah. Day. Yeah. Um, it's also a three-day option, but why do that? Right. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> um, and, you know, we're on a call and we're just trying to, you know, bring people in and, and, and it's, and he brought me in a couple of years ago. He's like, hey, you know, do you want to, do you want to run my race? You know, cause he saw me on NBC nightly news. Yeah. And so I come and then suddenly like the following year, there's all these black people there. And they're like, well, we saw you Myrna. We saw you yeah. there. And so we, we thought it must be okay. And so they had, a, they had a great time. And so we're like continuing that. So once you see like representation, it, it doesn't, it's not an anomaly anymore. And then that got, that goes for people who are people of color and, 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 and white people too. Like once you continue, once you see people out there, um, doing things and it's it's not abnormal yeah anymore and yeah that's pretty so. i just think about you just starting this blog right so you you start running again you have this health scare and like so many of us you mm-hmm. you, you have that 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 turning point that makes you go like okay i'm gonna start running again i, I get some joy out of this i'm gonna i'm gonna do this again and so you do this you start to enjoy this and you start this blog and and, and, and myrna for every Myrna story there's 9,000 other stories of people that that do a blog and or or whatever and and their mom and their dad and the one guy at work that they couldn't that they that only looked at it if you'd promise to stop bothering them looked at the blog and so yours explodes and all of a sudden you're the face you are the face of the non-traditional runner you know, you don't have the runner's body type. You know, so you're this spokesperson. And it, it was almost like it, it was overnight. Was that overwhelming to go you know, from Myrna's just having fun? It wasn't even overnight, to, though. So here's the thing that yeah. when I started the blog, um, and nothing is overnight, right? Right. Um, but you, know, you think about people who murder other people, it's usually premeditated. I mean, <laughs> not that this is murder, but... Um, we just compared Myrna's rise to murder. I'm in my brain. <laughs> But here we are. Um, but, you know, so I started this blog because I had been posting incessantly on Facebook and my friends were like, please just start a blog. Yeah. You know, um, so you are a writer. So why don't you write? This is a, this is a thing that you do. It's it's awesome. And you're inspiring other people. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just well, actually, I was like really obnoxious yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. Well, I did three five Ks today. What did you do? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went to all three of my gyms today, you know, and so yeah. um, and so I would put that stuff up on Facebook and then that turned into a blog where I would just talk about, you know, what it was like being in my body, mm-hmm. uh, which people saw as a non-traditional body in athletics. But it wasn't because there are different types of bodies in, in athletics and in running. We just never got any play. Yeah. And uh, and it was it was never worth seeing somebody in my type of body doing things because people had this this idea of this aspirational kind of body that looked a very, very specific kind of way. And so and definitely it wasn't my size and it wasn't my race mm-hmm. and, so, and my age. <laughs> right. So, um 
So, yeah, so I just started writing those stories, you know, race reports, a uh, little humor here and there. Uh, but the, it was never I never intended for it to be larger than, oh, I'm just going to share this with my circle and then people on Facebook, um, you know, but there was one day that I was running a five miler mm-hmm. and I was pissed. <laughs> my back was hurting and I'm like, for some, you know how you have those days where everything Anything bad anyone has ever said to you, everything comes and you feel worthless and you're mad and you're anxious. That's the kind of day I was having, mm-hmm. or morning. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be a very long day. And um, and so I'm running this five miles. My back is hurting. I'm pissed. And all these things are going through my head. So after my five miler, um, I, I you know sit down on my computer and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I hate everybody. And I want to I want to talk to the, the people that have told me, um, even without knowing me, even though even without knowing what I have been doing with my life in the last couple of years, the people who, who you know, the guy that comes up to me in the park and says, um, hey, sis, you, you'd lose more weight if you walked. Uh, I'm like, uh, bro, <laughs> I'm training for three marathons. Thank you very much. He's like, oh, my bad. Um, and then like the woman that I sat next to in a van as we were going to Alaska on a cruise and um, it, and I was doing a running cruise with Jenny Hadfield yeah. um, and John Bingham. And I was so excited. And the minute she hears me say a running cruise, she's like, oh, so how much weight have you lost? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, screw you. I, you don't know me. I don't know you. And, you know, and so all these things are floating through my head. Yeah. And then the, the piece de resistance <laughs> was um, me talking about how when I went and I was at a new job and so uh, in a new place in Georgia. And so I had to like find a, a physician, right? A mm-hmm. primary care physician. And so I went to this practice and I wrote on the intake stuff. I was like, don't ask me to lose weight. I was like, I'm working on a long-term health and wellness thing uh, where I, I have run several marathons. I, I work out five to six times a week. Uh, you know, I am on this long-term health thing, but don't ask me to do that without talking to me and knowing what it is that I do. And so that one blog post got, you know, and it didn't go viral. Yeah. It was 14,000 views, which was, that was a lot. It was way more than uh, I had ever had on my blog. And so I think that was the thing that got me noticed by trail and ultra running um, <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and other, uh, so, so it was first trail and ultra running. And so like I wrote some stuff for them and, yeah. and then that kind of blossomed to, uh, you know, Wall Street Journal suddenly seeing my blog and saying, Oh, Hey, here's a, here's a chick we want to write about and investigate. That's gotta be wild though. When you, you know, think about it, you start that blog and then the wall street journal's calling saying, Marna, we would like to interview you about running. And you're like, you're, you're, you're from where now? And who get out? Really? Wow. It is. A, it's a hell of a journey though. It, it really is. But you know, that was, that was the start of it. When I, when, um, Craig over at trail and ultra running, um, and no, actually, it wasn't Craig. It was Mark Kreuzer, yeah. uh, who was the founder of Trail and Ultra Running. He said, hey, I can I reprint this? Or, you know, yeah. And I also wrote a thing that, you know, black people uh, are in the outdoors, too. Um, it was called The Sound of Music or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so oh, the, hill, the hills are alive with black people. <laughs> 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 or something like that. A little cringy, but whatever. 
Um, it was a simpler time, Myrna. It was like 2017. <laughs> we weren't as woke back then. Exactly. So yeah, it's been a, a really great journey. Again, you know, as I said, it hasn't stopped. Um, I in every at every time I think it slows down. Um, my publicist and I actually had to hire a publicist who is like now my agent. Um, she's like, it's not. It's not going to slow down. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> actually. <laughs> And yeah, like I'm still getting uh, lots of gigs and lots of opportunities for media and stuff. And like I'm working on a really special project with Nigel Barker. I mean, I I know. (laughs) Like I was on a call with him two weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, I was just like, I was on, you know, on a Zoom. Hey, what's going on? Nice to talk to you, Nigel. You know, (laughs) know, hey, um, mate. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, so it's been really cool. I am uh, very grateful for the platform that I have Mm -hmm. uh, in many different areas and and, and arenas. And uh, it's super exciting. And I got to leave teaching. which is an amazing career to have. I did it for 18 years um, and I'm doing like all sorts of cool stuff. So you get to be, this is, this is Myrna full time. Myrna yeah, doesn't I, have I, to. I get to be myself. Like I get paid to be Myrna. That's, that's <laughs> um, awesome in like, itself. Cause like how many people seriously get to do what they love and make that their living for so many of us mm-hmm. trail and ultra running is this, you know, hobby we do on the weekends and, and that sort of thing. But you get to bring your message and inspire people and get people out on the trail at your full-time gig. That's pretty sweet. It is. And I, I mean, just yesterday I go out on a trail, you know, obviously I have to train. Yeah. I had a knee, knee surgery a couple of months ago. So I'm like, right. I just got released to like train hard now. Yeah. Um, so excited. Um, so I'm out on the trail, you know, doing a hike, a little bit of running and, and, uh, I'm, and I meet this woman and we start talking and I was like, this is my job. This, this is what I do. Like I, I, I train, I take pictures. I, t- I t- tell people about it. I tell people, you know, I got sponsors galore. Right. <laughs> <You know? Right. laughs> and then while I'm on the trail, this, this other group of people walks by and they're like, are you the Murnivator? <laughs> you're like why well, yes um, yes i am like, whoa and the woman's like so like people know you they know who you are they're like look at the like at the newspaper she's famous <laughs> like, I'm not famous but uh maybe in vermont um <laughs> but um yeah it's a really it's a really cool uh thing that i get to do and it does get tiring sometimes yeah. but um but i am i am super super blessed the book it's which which is a beautiful work in progress bestseller i don't even know how that happened uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was an amazon bestseller it wasn't like a new york times bestseller uh, uh, i guess how but, many amazon bestsellers i have zero <laughs> yeah i mean it's and people still buy it i get checks every month and it's it is like surreal that i like almost i would know not every day because but every day i get a uh I get a message from people about my, the REI video, which we're probably going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but I, but I get frequent messages about people discovering the book and how uh, really um, I get two different types of reactions. Oh, this really opened my mind and my perspective about what an athlete can look like right. and who, who is an athlete. Yeah. Uh, and then I get, this book inspired me to put on my running shoes and run, or it inspired me to go explore a trail, mm-hmm. try to have some of those experiences that everybody else is having. But I always thought I couldn't have those because I was fat or I was slow or I was whatever. 
So it's been it's been really, really cool. That REI video, the Mernivator. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that for a second. That's got to be kind of a, a fun moment in your life. <laughs> so um, the REI video is actually OK. So there were a couple of cathartic moments in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, that initial Wall Street Journal thing with then the runner runner's world uh article 12 pages my mom counted um <laughs> and um and then nbc nightly news and a host of other uh news outlets and whatnot um but then one day i was it was may 6th hmm. in north carolina i was running a race called the black mountain monster yeah and uh and i was being shadowed uh by or followed or or shot by um, uh, filmmaker Sarah Menzies, mm-hmm. who had been hired by REI, to follow me around and do a story about a black lady running in the woods. Yeah, you no, know, because you know, it's a, it's still a thing. It's still a story, you know, because it's still kind of not um, the norm. Although that is changing. Yes, and and so this is in 2017. My book was about to come out that uh october Mm -hmm. and um so she was there following me it was a loop course 5k loops and um and i my my goal was to do 50k or more Mm -hmm. so uh because it was a 12 hour 24 hour race and so last loop i'm like i I decided that i'm only gonna do 50k because there was a lot yeah right (laughs) And, uh, and it was early on in the season so i um so last loop i'm with my friends who had signed up for the 24 hour right, and had done two loops and called it a day (laughs) 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 because it was, it was really cold. It was really windy and it was like sleeting. And, um, I'm from, you know, I'm from the North. So that was normal for me. And, um, so I'm doing the last loop and they're with me. They have, uh, one of them has their dog that like ate my cupcake that I left in my tent. Anyway, that's a different story. (laughs) Um, and so, I take out my phone to to uh, capture the moment because, yeah. you know, that is what I do. It's part of my brand. Right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was my brand back then, but it was just what I did because right. I wanted to share like what I was doing with people. And so I see that there's a notification, an email notification for my work <laughs> email. Yeah. And um, I don't know about you, but I check my work email when I'm running. Um, if it and, dings, it uh, dings. You know, so- you got to see why it's dinging. Right. You know, so, <laughs> so I, so I, you know, I clicked on it and it was this horrible email from some troll guy oh. um, who accused me of being a fraud and like accused me of making these fake running videos and, you know, pushing the idea that fat people or uh, pushing, pushing the idea of fat acceptance and, um, and which was a, a perverse idea. Of, he's, he called it a perverse idea of fat, fat acceptance. <laughs> well, I bet this guy's fun at parties. Right. You know, um, uh, and uh, and and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, holy, I'm stunned. You know, yeah. when somebody writes something, somebody that you don't know or even somebody that you do know. And it just kind of comes out of left field. And I think that he was just tired of seeing me on TV because I was on TV three times that, that week. <laughs> and I was on CNN twice. And then I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and then he so he reaches out and does this like horrible thing. And my friends were like, put your phone down. You are literally doing the thing that he says you are not doing. It's like literally, you are yes. doing like a fifty k, and you're almost finished. Put yeah. your phone away. But I was like, not before I put it on Instagram. <laughs> and then I put it on Instagram immediately, like gets five hundred 
comments or whatever immediately yeah, yeah. and then people are looking out for the looking for this guy and um because I'm, i was like if you don't write something like that to me this is when brooklyn came out mm-hmm. i was like you don't write something like this to me i'm a I'm a blast. You'll put you on blast. So I did. And uh, and then people like started sending me like screenshots of his Twitter. Or, you know, he's not very attractive. <laughs> Things like that. And then one person says, um, DMs me and says, hey, um, so, you know, my husband works for uh, government IT. And, you know, you say the word. No, no pressure. <laughs> say the word and we'll take care of him. And I'm like, um, I, what? what? <laughs> I no. Uh, I don't want that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and even when, and even to this day, my when when I met my coach, Coach Mike, um, yeah. he was like, "I've been doing some internet sleuthing on this guy." Yeah. That sent you that email. Let yeah. me know if you want me to do something. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's like I'm over it. I'm over. I mean, actually, it was a gift. It's a gift that keeps on giving because I, um, you know, because you know, the filmmaker uh, you submitted this beautiful film mm-hmm. about a black lady in the woods, and she yeah. said, "Sorry, that happened." And it was just like a little piece of it, a little element of the the original film that talked about this thing this, yeah. this email and so rei was like we would like you to reorganize some of that stuff and let's let's start out with the email and the uh at the beginning of the film and then let's build the story around that and so the day before they release it she's like myrna I mean, this is not my artistic vision, and I apologize if this is not your artistic vision either. Uh, I mean, she's like, it's good, but <laughs> not my artistic vision. And then, like, and so the following day, I think it was like the 17th of September or something yeah. when they released it. The following day, um, you know, they released it first on, I think, just YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, and so my sister and mom are like watching the numbers. We got 100. Okay, we got 100,000. We got 200,000. <laughs> We got 300,000. I'm like, who is we? (laughs) And then they put it on Facebook. And then, you know, today it's like six and a half million views or something like that. And uh, that, as I said, is a gift that keeps on giving because people are still getting introduced to this video. And they're like, Myrna, like yesterday, Myrna, yeah. <laughs> you know, screw the haters. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm past that. But thank you, because then people are, I, I still get uh, invitations to speak on uh, like body image and stuff. I hate the term body positivity, uh, like body image and, yeah. uh, and race and the outdoors and stuff like that. So, so thank you, troll. Yeah. Me that gift. Little did he know when he was smugly typing that email, because I'm, I'm sure he was probably a triathlete. You know, he's got it all figured out. You are going to get burned by the triathlete. <laughs> they ain't listening to this I podcast. No part of it. Uh, Myrna, the biggest problem I have with this podcast is the J word. <laughs> there are so many people that won't listen because, you know, they're not they're not in on the I joke like i even had i wrote it down i was look i wrote it down <laughs> i wanted to say something about jogger <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so let me tell you myrna people that take running very seriously so seriously that they would go home and type an email to a woman they saw on television 
complaining about, you're not really running. That person's not listening to a podcast called The Adventure Jogger. They're like, I don't listen to jogging podcasts. I am a runner. I have never jogged in my life. I will never listen to it. So we don't have to worry about that. Triathletes are not listening to the adventure jogger. I promise. I mean, they might be hate listening. <laughs> oh, well, I'll take it. You know, listens are listens, man. I'll, right, right. I'll, I'll take downloads it. Downloads are downloads. You know, it's funny. <laughs> it sounds like you don't really, you, you don't pay much, much, much mind um, to the haters. Um, I, you know, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm human. Yeah. So um, right now I've learned to sort of shield myself and I don't read comments and stuff. Um, but sometimes something will get through or get uh, get through to me or get by me. Um, and um, and and then like I'll I'll feel something I'll, I'll feel um, anxious or yeah. uh, I, I, you know, I have a physiological reaction to when people are speaking poorly of me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, you know, again, I'm human and I, I have emotions and I have feelings, but, um, but what I choose to do is to say, screw all of that. Um, you know, after I let myself feel bad because yeah. again, I'm human. Um, and then I continue what I'm doing because like, that has nothing to do with me. That is your own darkness. You want to say something or put a nasty emoji by my name. I just saw one the other day. Um, and, uh, and I'm like, that has nothing to do with me. You don't know me. You don't know my work. Right. <laughs> you don't know my heart. So F off. Listen, we know that, Myrna, <laughs> but I still check the reviews on iTunes and go like, one star review? What? You know, or three stars? What does it take to get five stars from these people? My favorite one star review was, if you have a great sense of humor and love trail running, this is a perfect podcast for you, one star. And I'm like, that sounds like a five-star review to me. You're jerks. <laughs> You're jerks. But as my son says, I have a 17-year-old boy. Oh, and, that's fun. Um, when, when that thing happened uh, with the email, and he, well, he was, I guess he was not 17. Um, that was because it was a couple of years yeah. ago. He says, Mom. It's the internet. What do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they grew up with it. It's not fair, Myrna, because the kids nowadays, like my kids are all teenagers. They grew up with the internet. We grew up in a time where, you know, there wasn't this vast space to be a twat to people and Mm -hmm. not not face any any blowback you know like like you would never dream back in the day myrna saying something like that yes to go up to something writing yep right you'd have to go up to somebody and say excuse me are you the myrnavator have i got something to tell you no nobody would do that but since (laughs) you can you can hide behind a keyboard and be this nutritional keyboard expert the fitness keyboard expert with nary a degree right exactly well they they took a nutrition class in high school and they got a b minus they got a b minus on it and that makes them an expert but no so yes so our kids myrna grew up with the internet and so it's no big deal the internet still hurts man when you grew up in a world without the internet the internet still hurts yep yep we're old yeah we are Uh, yes we are myrna Two geezers. We're going to call this two geezers jogging. (laughs) You're really going to make the triathletes mad. Um, Especially especially the age groupers. Um, (laughs) Which, by the way, age group, I I try not to get excited about it. 
<laughs> but I won an age group once at a, at a at a marathon, and boy, I was riding that for months. <laughs> and then, sure, I looked at the results later and realized there's only three people in my age group. Period. And I happened to run faster than the other two, <laughs> but still, I'm like age group winner. It is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, it's funny because I, I got an age group uh, thing once <laughs> early in, like in 2009 and I, it was a 10K, but there were all, it was mostly older people. Yeah. And so there was no one my age. So I got an age group and they called my name and I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> me? Right. And then people were like, you? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> That was in Jersey. <laughs> I'm like, I, I walked up to the person. And I was like, are you, are you sure? Okay. Oh, you're the only person. <laughs> like, shh, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I wore my medal all day though. Heck yeah. You should have put that in your bio age group award winner at this race. You didn't know, by the way, Myrna, you were talking to, the the thirty the thirty five to forty age group winner of the Andrew Jackson Marathon from two thousand and eighteen. No, you had you no go. idea, did you? <laughs> I bow down to you. Oh, that's on my bio. Um, so, you, do you want to talk about the J word, Myrna? Because you wrote it down. Are you opposed to the J word? Well, no. It was so funny because. Um, I think I wanted to know why, or maybe just like hassle you for it. Like, I don't care. I'm, I, don't, I don't, I literally don't care, but I do call what I do running. Yeah. Um, because I think they're, because people use it pejoratively. And I mm-hmm. think, I think you're a genius. <laughs> you're, you ready for and, this? There's a yeah, story behind yeah. this. Yeah. And this is why it's I think cool. you're, you're an adventure jogger and you should be a proud adventure jogger, Myrna. I was at the strolling gym a couple of years ago and there were some very serious runners up at the front of the pack. You know? How do you say that with such derision? Yeah. <laughs> very serious. Very serious. <laughs> they were very serious. You know, they had splits. They had things that are important to do. And they, and they were talking. They were talking back and forth. They did this early in the race. They don't talk late in the race, early in the race. And one looked at the other one and looked back at the pack behind them and said, look at all those adventure joggers. And I was like, oh, that's a, oh, people that are stuck on themselves that's a term that they use for for like people that are at the back of the pack. Oh, adve- oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's available. I'll take it. So I kind of <laughs> I kind of ran with it. Trademark. I know. Uh, that actually that's a really cool story. Uh, yeah. because you know, we all we all know those people yeah. and uh and uh look, you do you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I and I, you know what? Sometimes splits are important to me. Mostly I'm just trying to finish the race and have a good time and take pictures. And uh, I don't, I don't like to talk to people because I can't yeah. when, when I'm uh, jogging. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like, you know, those people can do what they want and, and, you know, and it's a lot of those people that I get. Uh, oh yeah. The people messages. that send you messages and, and, and put bad emojis on your okay. stuff they call people adventure it's, joggers. Yeah, it's either those people or the people that don't run at all. Mm, right? Yes. So, um, I'm all, I, and, and, and I love the fact that I love the, the nomenclature of adventure because that's one of my, it's one of my um, core values. Yeah. And it's part of my brand, adventure, yeah. right? You know, You're not going to sue me, are you? 
Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I didn't trademark it <laughs> yet. This is an interview. Um, this is a cease and desist. <laughs> Just hired a lawyer. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, like I, I love, I love the adventure. I love the the adventurous nature of what I do mm-hmm. for my job uh, because it is my job yeah right yeah. Um, and uh and i get to explore i get to learn new things i get to c- continuously feed my curiosity mm-hmm. um on my own two legs and that has brought me to other sports it's like i'm now a cyclist wow <laughs> I'm, I'm taking ski lessons all winter you know um at, so i get to like i get you know it's again like i said i get to do all these cool things because uh, you know, adventure jogging mm-hmm. has brought me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes you places, doesn't it? Yes, I'll, it does. We'll move on from the haters. Just one more thing. And I, I've said this before on other podcasts, but I, I, it's worth bear, uh, repeating. Just so everybody knows, scientists have not found that there is a limited amount of joy in the world. So if other person, if another person is being happy and doing something that brings them joy, that does not take from the universal pool of joy Therefore, making it like you can't get some of that joy. There is an Mm. unlimited amount of joy in the world that we all can experience and someone else's joy does not take away from yours. And so if Myrna gets joy doing things this way, that's wonderful. If you have joy doing things this way, that's wonderful. We can all appreciate everyone else's joy and moving on from the haters, right? <laughs> well, you know, I will, I will, I'm not religious, but I will say amen to that because, <clears throat> because uh, you were just preaching. Um, Let me tell yeah, you something, I, Myrna. <laughs> we can go there. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I will say that just, just really quickly in that film, the REI film, yeah. and I didn't notice this until about two years ago. There's one part where I'm running and then I start smiling and I didn't, yeah. I didn't notice that I was smiling by what well, I was running or jogging or whatever, yeah. you, whatever you choose to yeah. believe what I do. Cause that's on you. Yeah. Um, but, and then I was, then I like got very oddly emotional when I, when I noticed that and I'd mm-hmm. seen the film hundreds of times. Yeah. And, um, and I saw that in myself and how much joy moving my body in this particular way gave me despite what everybody else thinks i should look like when i'm running or when i uh, or how fast i should be going or whatever it is and i was just so joyful and i and i almost every time i run actually now a lot of times not (laughs) not even almost but but i even on my treadmill you can probably see my treadmill back i see it that's is that a nordic track it's a inclined trainer. Yeah. It's a oh, trainer. that was that the and, one that goes to the 40 degrees. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Um, Thank you for buying and, those books, everybody. You bought Myrna a sweet ass <laughs> treadmill. Yes. Uh, thank you for buying my newer check. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah, now that's it just gives me this feeling of elation sometimes, mm-hmm. even on the treadmill, because I'm moving my body in the, in the way that it was meant to move. Mm hmm. Yeah, you're jogging in an adventurous way. Mm-hmm. And what brings more joy than jogging in an adventurous way, Myrna? I can't think of anything. Um, neither. <laughs> <laughs> you're something of an inclusion expert as well. You actually teach a lot of that, don't you? I do. I, do. I teach uh, anti-racism workshops 
And uh, and I actually, when I was a teacher, I was director of equity and inclusion in addition yeah. to teaching um, Spanish. And uh, I left that work in 2018 was as, as I left teaching. And I said, yeah. you know what? I don't know that I want to do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, because I was in a school. Yeah. And there were some things that I couldn't say and couldn't do as a yeah pretty conservative school yeah. in Georgia yeah. <laughs> in rural yeah. Georgia, right? you know, m- more, more liberal than other places, but pretty conservative as, as someone who is uh, from the North. Right. Yeah. And um, so I kind of left that behind and it, you know, it would enter my speaking and stuff every now and then. And then this summer happened uh, or this past summer happened because yeah. it's new year. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, <clears throat> and, uh, and then I would get, then I got repeated requests to educate people on it or like, questions about how could I do better as a as a white person doing the work and and you know and it became so overwhelming that I said you know what I'm just going to do this I'm going to create a course I have all the coursework I have all the um you know the all the curricula that I've developed over the years I'm just going to create one course right so people can stop bothering me because <laughs> I'm a runner I you know, <laughs> I got to train uh, and I got all these other speeches to do so um, so I did this one course, I put it together, I priced it at $200, yeah. you know, I was like, you know, cause if, if, if you're serious about it, you're going to pay, you're going to pay for it. Right. You're going to pay for the time. Yeah. And so I, I got 140 signups within like a couple of days. Yeah. And, uh, and then those people who were like worked for big companies and stuff started talking about me and then suddenly it became my full-time job. Wow. Um, during the pandemic. And thank you, white people. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, so like now, like I've given this uh, workshop to places like Darn Tough Vermont, Burton Snowboards, Nike. Yeah. Um, and and it's been really a gift to be able to use a skill that I had in a way that I want. Like I can say anything I want. I mean, yeah. obviously, everything is research based and, yeah. and pedagogically yeah. uh, designed, um, but I don't have to hold back. And then I also don't, I don't let people ask questions in my class. Really? No, no, because that is what derailed my work before. Uh-huh. And uh, because people can be very self-serving. And so like if in, and it, yeah, it usually is. And so, and that shuts down the work, right? Um, yeah. And so, and that's something that people realize is what, shuts down our progress um, because we're not thinking of our, our, of our community as a whole. You think about what, well, I think, and well, in my experience, yeah, right. and all that is important, but um, you have to also remember that your experience is only your experience. Right, right. right? And it doesn't mean that somebody's reality is the same as yours. And so, um, so I've gotten to do that. That has been uh, really, really incredible. Um, I am almost booked the entire year already that's fantastic um, Myrna with that stuff yeah and so uh and I think I'm gonna have to offer another one because of uh you know our the country's events in the last couple of days um just to, as a reminder this is this is a real thing this is you know uh the reason why things are, are erupting or and have erupted is because of this mm-hmm. big uh depending on where I am I I would say elephant in the room or yeah. in Vermont it's catamounts that's right. our like state yeah. Yeah. so I was like the big catamount in the room, you know, <laughs> um, and some people don't get it. But anyway, so like, so, so it's been a real a, a gift to me um, to be able to do that in the way that I want, uh, in a way that I, I know that uh, maybe not a whole lot of it won't 
um, change the world, but right. it will change one person well, and their actions and behaviors. Yeah. And, and isn't that the goal? I just think so often we get wrapped up in thinking that our life experience is the ultimate life experience, right? Because I've never experienced this. Well, surely no one else has right. experienced this because I I have the supreme reality mm. going on right now for everybody. And, mm. and I remember thinking years ago, and this is a, as a middle-aged white man, looking around and going, huh, I'll tell you what, these young kids nowadays I think racism's like one generation away from being gone because they're so they're so tolerant and so wonderful. Man, isn't this great? We're moving to a world where racism doesn't exist. As a matter of fact, I don't even see it much around anymore. But that's how how is a, how am I going to experience that? You know, and so I anything this past summer has really taught me is oh, you idiot, you. I needed you, Myrna, to call me up when I was having those thoughts and go zip it, Whitey. It's time to listen, you know? <laughs> Wait, I'm writing that down. Zip it, Whitey. Um, maybe that will be a T-shirt. That should be your catchphrase. Like when someone answers questions like, in my experience, Myrna, zip it, Whitey. We're not doing questions today. You know, you could you could do that. <laughs> That's free. Uh, hashtag zip it, Whitey. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think what this summer did, um, which was really, really important, is um, to open people's eyes because yeah. you saw things happen in real time. And what I do in my course is I talk about uh, white racial identity. But mm -hmm. the, there's a, a couple of different frameworks and matrices and all that stuff. And I take one. I was like, look, just just entertain yeah. <laughs> this idea that there is a trajectory of racial identity and like there are different things for different races. And, and one of them is like being pushed up against the reality of other people, mm -hmm. people who are not white. Yeah. And that is something that serves to wake people up from uh, the stupor of believing that, you know, we are post-racial <laughs> Please don't judge me harshly for my stupidity, Myrna. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, one thing, too, that this past year brought out was that a lot of women don't feel safe in the running world in the running environments and in trail and ultra running. And we've heard the stories of women who've experienced some, some horrific things at, at, at races. How, how do we as, as trail runners, as ultra runners, there's guys that do it really well, by the way, there's race directors that, I mean, it, it is, uh, you know, Jason green example for the Yeti trail runners. The bulk of his finishers are women. More, more women do, do Yeti trail races than, than men do. But what, what is some, some things you think we can do to make trail running a safer place and alternate a safer place for women? Um, yeah, I think um, uh, what Jake Green did is awesome. And also Jenny Baker oh, yeah, Je uh, yes. did the same thing where she, she opened ventures. up her entries to women first and there was, there was some pushback. <laughs> 
from idiots uh, about <laughs> how, how dare this you? There and how you know, and it's and it's this thing about it's something that I come across, or, or anyone who does diversity work, yeah. you come across this idea that we don't need affinity groups, we don't need affinity grouping, we don't need um, to divide everybody up because it just makes us more uh, divisive, or some people say divisive, okay? Because yeah. um, I don't <laughs> at me, uh, <laughs> and um, and so, but. What we don't realize is that men, you already have an affinity group. You already have spaces where you're safe, Yeah. where you never have to even think about being safe out on the trail. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless there's uh, animals, I was going to say cougars, but like just right. <laughs> never mind. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but but women have traditionally had to contend with people you know, saying uh, untoward things to them or uh, making them feel, making the space an awkward space or making things sexual doesn't happen all the time, but it happens enough that it, it makes people not want to be out on a trail. Yeah. Um, And so when you create an environment that is primarily women or that has more women than, um, than normal or than usual, (laughs) It's uh, it sends a message that here we want you to be safe. We want you to feel safe. We're going to do things differently a little bit. Um, and and that I think in itself will get more women out on the trails. And then there are also um, there are also lots of uh, companies releasing, you know, safety things yeah. and uh, like Strava Beacon. Yeah. Um, and uh, Nathan has this like whistle thing and they're, you know, they're uh, mace and pepper. Right. Spray things that are safe for the user to use. Um, and so those things are all important. I think uh, the more we get comfortable with that um, and the more we change, uh, not all men, hashtag not all men, uh, <laughs> the more we change male culture. Yeah. Like this is like when you whistle at somebody, it's, it's unacceptable. Don't well, do it. What is this? The 1920s? <laughs> You know, but hey, people are still doing it, you know, and it's, you know, I don't I'm not going to smile. <laughs> I was I was at a gas station uh, before the pandemic, with, yeah. you know, before you had to wear masks. And um, and this guy was like, smile. I was like, I don't have anything to smile. at. I'm at a gas station. It stinks, you know, <laughs> right. and, and I don't know you like this is my, my Brooklyn. Like, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to smile at you. Yeah. No. The Brooklyn's and coming so, out. you know, like getting this expectation out of male behavior. Mm hmm. Uh, is very very important. So um, just like with when I in in um, in in, a, in racial terms, like racism isn't my problem as a black woman. Racism is a white people problem, and so we need to change white people's attitudes towards people who aren't white. And so it's the same thing with you know all of the sort of gender uh, this. Uh, awful culture that some males exhibit um, of, you know, cat calling of making people feel uncomfortable or like touching people inappropriately. Um, it is 2020. Who yeah. is still cat calling and grabbing people? First of all, first of all, yeah, it is 2020. It's like Shit, December 30th. 2021. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's 2021. Why, right, why are we right. cat calling so, still? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh my son just stood here for the last five minutes yeah. trying to get my attention oh <laughs> well, my dog was barking so we got you know we got life going on in the in the background he was like hello hello is it like dinner is he like is it dinner almost ready i'm hot i got things to do i'm, I'm a teenage boy 
I got life to live. And it's only when I'm on the call. Uh-huh. Uh, never when I have time. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we so we have to like deal with where the with it where the issue is. And so if the issue is changing male behavior and also uh, working to make spaces more safe um, and just in terms of feeling and then more actually physically safe for women, then that's the work that we need to do. And I think we need to put this out here. If you are right now going, I don't do any of that stuff. Well, that's awesome. And I think you're you're one of the helpers. And that's when you see stuff happening like that. You got it. You call it out. You just go like, come on, dude. It's 2021. Really? You know what? But a lot of people who think that they don't do that stuff. They actually, actually do, it. do it. And they engage in that behavior. There was I was actually listening this morning to The Hidden Brain. Um with Shankar Vidantam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they were talking about it. I can't remember what type of bias it's called, but yeah, other people do that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally get it. Other people yeah. do that. And it's not confirmation bias. It's something else. Um, and uh, because we cannot, we don't have the ability to see or process our own like brain and neurological processes because, you know, we there are so many different lenses right. and that we have. So we, we can't be neutral. <laughs> so but but we can point it out in other people. But just know that all of us engage in this behavior. All of us accept it. All of us uh, perpetuate it. All of us um, sometimes participate in it. And so knowing that just knowing that, you know, Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. Right. So now we know better. better, You do better. We know these things when you know that they exist, then you tend to maybe look out for them and try to behave a little bit better. And I think we should point out, too, you know, there's been some epic love stories throughout mankind and we love them. I mean, we love to read stories about people falling in love in these epic relationships. I have yet to see a successful relationship spawn from nice ass sweetheart on the trail. Like there has never been like, I've never seen a movie where the the gal turns around and goes, my dear, where have you been all my life? And then, you know, that's, it's never blossomed into, into a a wonderful thing. That is not how a love story starts. Love stories never start with nice ass, sweetheart. (laughs) That is, that's true. That's, it's so true. Um, But, you know, we have allowed people to say that. Yeah. say those things and 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 to think it's okay because there are no consequences right right i don't talk about my ass i mean ever i do have a nice ass but like <laughs> don't I, that should not be the way that you relate to me as a human being well it is right? interesting because you you fall in two categories where people feel like they can comment on your body oh, you, you know the weight yeah. and the fact that you're a woman so people feel like like oh I, i've got a gold i've got a golden ticket i can tell this woman what i think about her her mm-hmm. her feet her body features and her weight no mm-hmm. one goes up to me and, and and makes any you know comments about any part of my anatomy period never had it happen <laughs> i've never had anybody go like nice ass buddy you know or anything you know i did have a guy once compliment my calves that was it uh, but that's as far and, and it was a little creepy but but no and so <laughs> i de- i have definitely um you know, I try not to, like, as part of my body image practice, I yeah. try not to comment on people's bodies. Right. Um, it's not your place to do that. Yeah. But I mean, like, but uh, again, it's like it's something that we do in our culture. Yeah. We comment on people's bodies because it, somehow we think it's a purview uh, is our purview to 
make those comments. And so, yeah. uh, but that's another thing that sort of get out of the culture. And, and, and no, it's not a compliment. It's, it's, no. it's creepy. It is creepy. So don't say it. Don't, I don't care what you think. <laughs> right. You know, that's when you can just get, this might, this might actually give you a better chance of spawning something into a relationship. If you did see a gal and go, I have just read this wonderful book. It is called a beautiful work in progress. It was an Amazon bestseller, by the way, uh, <laughs> written by a wonderful woman <laughs> named Myrna Valerio, uh, Valerio. And you're absolutely going to love it. Did you, have you read that book that, that might actually get well, you, you know what? I, I have a story. This is, it's funny because that's, how I connected with my would-be husband, uh, not from my book, but from talking about books. Yeah. And uh, he sat next to me on a train and I was super annoyed. I didn't want to talk to anybody because I was from coming from work. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, what are you reading? And I'm like, a book. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, it looks like you're reading Milan Kundera. Uh, like, uh, the, who's the author? I was like, Milan Kundera. Like he, like yeah. he knows. Like he knows. He's like, oh, didn't he write The Unbearable Lightness of Being? And I was like, what? <laughs> Say more. And then we the, <laughs> we got married uh, over 20 years ago. And so, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yes, like something other than your ass looks nice or damn, girl, like you can say that right. when you're together. <laughs> or you say, <laughs> already. Damn, girl, have you read A Beautiful Work in Progress? <laughs> That's a great book. <laughs> I like I like it. I like it. <laughs> you, you need to get shirts to say that. Damn, girl. Have you read a beautiful work in progress? That would be. I think it's a, that's a good. That's a hot seller. Yeah, I like it. I like I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm hoping this interview changes the Myrna's class forever. I can't wait for the when you when you go viral with your first zip it, Whitey. Not your time. And be like, here are the hashtags you can use. To- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Myrna. What's what? What is twenty twenty one besides giving endless classes? What what does twenty twenty one hold for you? Oh, I'm I'm actually um, really excited after the political turmoil boils down. Mm-hmm. I am, um, you know, as I said, I am, I got the clearance to train. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm signed up for a rim to rim. Who knows if that's going to happen? Um, uh, at the Grand Canyon, of course, um, in May. And then I have three big races in August Trans Rockies. I'm going to try nice. uh, to finish it again. I didn't finish it in 2019, but I did finish it in 2018 and yeah. try to go for my second finish. Um, and then I got an invite to go out to the UTMB races and right. Sacre bleu. Right. Sacre bleu. <laughs> um, where I will be, uh, uh Chamonix avec uh, les runners. Uh, and I will run the MCC, which is a fun run. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, the 40k with the 7500 feet of uh, vert <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so that's so I'm training for that and well, thank god I have an incline trainer yeah. uh, and also I live in Vermont so like I have mountains yeah. um, and um, and then I have a bike race that I'm not going to be I'm not going to I don't race anything yeah, right, right. I'm going to participate and I sign up for the 60, 60 mile and uh in uh, steamboat springs so uh that's all in august wow you're a busy august (laughs) 
Yes, it's busy August, but July, I'm going to hang out in Colorado and train. Uh, and then, you know, start my training here, use the mountains here. That's why I live here. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm like, I'm super excited uh, about the year. And I'm, I'm also excited about um, doing some more education around anti-racism and uh, and doing the body image stuff that I do and the speaking and uh, collecting more sponsors. <laughs> hey, get it while it getting's good, girl. So, uh, you know, my latest, my latest one is Lululemon. And that has been Ooh. a, an incredible, incredible relationship there. The company has changed. Uh, they've done a, like a 180 on, in terms of like who they serve. I mean, like they make clothes for me now. Yeah. Well, so, and their pants aren't see-through anymore. That's a big help. That helps a lot. Well, I mean, you know, I don't mind that, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> cause you know, I wanted people to say nice ass to me. Um, and, um, but yeah, so like companies are changing, the paradigms are shifting. Um, I'm so happy and honored to be part of that. And um, yeah, and I'm happy to just kind of be in my skin and 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 get paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> and but also bring more people to a place of of accepting their bodies mm-hmm. and knowing that they can do really, really cool and awesome things. Can I can I give you a little honesty for a minute, Myrna? I once got Lululemon mixed up with Lou LaRue. Do you remember the Remember the, uh, the the sell from home? A lot of people do. They're like Lululemon. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, it's no Lululemon. No, Lululemon. because the the the, the Lulu the Lulu Larue. Uh, yeah, were, uh-huh. were, I know. Were dresses that looked like 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 toddler onesies. Like like everything was like like they had like pumpkin print dresses and it, they looked very comfortable. By the way, and I've heard the leggings were dynamite. But I remember getting those mixed up and going, "You're going to a what party now?" Yeah, well, so yeah, that was LuLaRoe. Yeah. And, and then some people were like, oh, but I thought you didn't like MLMs. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's, this is like the third largest. This is not a mom pyramid world. scheme. <laughs> and I, I don't want prints. Uh, I don't want pumpkin prints or candy corn prints. Unless on my pants. it's Prince prints. Because if you could get Prince prints, you'd be all about it. Right, like. purple rain. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so like that's that's really cool. That is, I mean, yeah. This has been really cool. this has been a fun chat. We've covered a lot of bases here. Yeah, we have. We solved some world problems. We solved the world. We did. We- are are you okay with identifying as a jogger now? As we roll out of this podcast. Um, for the purposes of this podcast, yes. <laughs> That being said, don't call Myrna an adventure jogger to her face. Actually, actually, the only word that I hate is wog. What is wog? People walking and jogging. Oh, it's, it's awful. That sounds awful on the ear. Oh, people are like I'm a wogger. No, no, no. It, just call yourself a jogger. I mean, if you're going to go that route, just call yourself a jogger. I thought wog uh, was that Cardi B song. Um, That's WAP. <laughs> uh, you want me to sing that? <laughs> Another moment. My kid would be mortified. Um, so Myrna, true story. My, my kids were like, have you heard this song? WAP? It's offensive. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, well, here's why. I said, WAP is a term that they used to use as a derogatory towards immigrants in the first half of, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the 1900s. When they were coming, they would use WAP, which stands for so without paper. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But you thought that they were referring to I that, thought that Cardi B was singing about Italian immigrants from the early 1900s. Turns out has nothing to do with that, Myrna. Not a thing. There's some joggers up in here. There's some joggers up in here. 
<laughs> and that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 